This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1298 of Horse Tip Daily, your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse people. Horse people, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. This time, my good buddy from Shreveport, Louisiana, Michelle Barr from Rightly Equestrian Center, stops by with some advice on streamlining horse feeding. And we'll get right to it after this important message. But first, let's hear from today's sponsor, Amazon.com. Admit it, you shop on Amazon.com. Don't be embarrassed, we all do. Well, next time you have a hankering to hit up Amazon for some deals, stop by horsetipdaily.com first. Click on the Amazon.com link on the left side of the home page and then shop till you drop. Doesn't cost you a penny and helps us keep the lights on here at Horse Tip Daily. And now, on with today's tip. And we're back! That's right. Michelle Barr is here from Rightly Equestrian Center, and she has stopped by to do some tips. It's been a long time, Michelle. It has been a long time. You get this, We're all you busy, get this fancy you know? new place up there, Shreve Sport, and all of a sudden <laughs> I don't get to talk to you anymore. Well, we'll do better. <laughs> do better. So, yeah, I should come visit. I I know we should. If it wasn't, if it was less than a twelve-hour drive, we probably would. I know. Oh, I know. We're just terrible drivers. We do better when we have to fly places because we both hate to drive so much. Well, we have an airport here, too, now. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll just hop on a plane. <laughs> anyway. So, in lieu of a visit, we're going to have a chat here on Skype to share yes, with we are. Horse Tip Daily listeners. And, as usual, we're going to have some fun barn hacks and clever um, advice learned and lessons learned from hard experience in the barn for everybody. All right. The, the first topic in this session is going to be how to streamline feeding time. Because it seems like the things that you do every day are the things that are most frustrating if they don't go smoothly. Yes. And, and you're going to have a an aside to that about feeding hot foods and soaking things for your horses, which happens mm-hmm. a lot for many of us most of the year. So uh, why don't we start right. out with... Um, Hot water feeding and soaking in the barn. There, there are a lot of issues there. Right. You know, a lot of people don't have hot water access in their barns for a variety of reasons. Uh, and I don't have any hot water in my barn yet. Um, luckily, my house is very close. But still, especially in the winter, it's just hard to drag hot water up to the, up to the barn. It's a pain in the butt, and it's cold by the time you get there. It is. It is. Uh, and, you know, if it's raining, it slows you down. You don't want to put it in your vehicle. It's, there's, a, there's a myriad of problems here. So what I started doing, I had one that started choking and tried soaking it. And, you know, in the winter, again, the, the water's cold. Things don't, don't uptake the moisture yeah, very so you, easily. You have to soak any feed stuff. <clears throat> it's much better if you mm-hmm. use warmer hot water. You're right. That's right. That's right. So what I did is I started thinking about, 
you know, carrying hot water in a thermos. Well, that doesn't work because you can't really take a big enough thermos to get hot water. <laughs> you know, you, you can't make even make one shows. brand mash with what fits in a thermos. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I went to, I think it was Bed Bath & Beyond. You can probably get them anywhere, Walmart, wherever. One of these electric tea kettles. And so you fill it up, plug it in, and this one heats pretty rapidly. And I can do an entire um, feeding, you know, one one meal for a horse um, with one full kettle. And then I can plug it, you know, dump it out, fill it back up, plug it in, and do the next one. And it's it's really pretty quick. And it's, of course, much faster, especially in the winter, oh, than yeah. just waiting and stirring and, you know, trying to mash it down with some sort of object, a stick or you know, a scraper or whatever you have laying around. <clears throat> and you can just plug it in and leave it. And that's what I do. First thing, I open the, the tack room, get the water started start bringing everybody in. I'm sure I get about half of them in. The first, the first kettle's ready, pour it in, fill it up, plug it back in, go get everybody else. By the time everybody's in and ready to eat, time to make up the second one. You feed the one you did first, first. Feed the, the next one, second, so it's had a chance to soak. And uh, even if you need more water, if you get most of it done with the hot water or you know, three quarters of it and you top it off with some cooler water, you're still ahead of the game. That's true because these, these kettles mm-hmm. make the water very hot and that's a great, mm-hmm. you, you can, mm-hmm. um, you can stretch the amount of water you're heating is just adding a little, mm-hmm. a little bit of tap water to get it to the mm-hmm. temperature that, that you need. Cause the hotter the water, the faster right. it soaks. That's a great idea. Right. Yeah. So that's been a real lifesaver in my barn. And, of course, you know, for other things, you need hot water to clean the sheath. Well, obviously, you're not going to use it straight out of there. You're going to do, just like we said, you know, for the feed, mix it up with some cooler water. You've got hot water right there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I- anything, anything. You want to warm up a bit in the winter? You don't want to stick it under your jacket or under your shirt? You know, yeah. warm up some water. So, so, so it's, been, it's been mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I ha- so, so it's I hopped been on really the- good. I hopped onto mm-hmm. Amazon, which is uh, which I'm prone to doing, <laughs> and you can you can get a, a tea kettle, electric tea kettle for twenty bucks. And the nice part mm-hmm. about these is they're designed for what you use them for, <clears throat> and buy a yeah. good one that has an automatic shut off. Yes, yes. Yeah, and they they even the inexpensive ones come come with something called dry boil protection. So if you mm-hmm. a- if it accidentally gets turned on with no water in it. Or if you, heaven forbid, let it run all that long and it runs out of water, it's going to shut itself yeah. off. So it's a much better yeah. option, I think, than, because, you know, I've never been, I've never trusted those water heaters that you stick in a bucket. In a bar. No, those make me really nervous. Yeah, I don't trust just those. Electricity and water and yeah. just isn't, isn't a good idea. I used now, to, mine will shut off when it boils. Yes, and I see that a lot of them do, and you don't have to pay a ton of money for them. Mm-hmm. So there you go, because most of us have power of some sort and plug it directly into the wall. Thank exactly. you very much. Not into an extension cord. Exactly. exactly. Oh, That's what I do. And then unplug it when I'm done, when I'm not going to be in the bar. And, uh, you know, it takes two seconds. You plug it back in. Everything's great. There you go. So 
streamlining things. You can you can soak things as you're getting horses in, and you just rotate mm-hmm. them around. Uh, if you're like mm-hmm. me, when I do mm-hmm. feeding, each horse has his own little pail that his go his meal goes into, sort of his. Yes, that's what dish. I do. And that's, that's great because too. then yep. when you add water, you add the water. It can sit there and soak. You add the water. It can sit there and soak. Because the horse really doesn't care yep. if it's room temperature by the time he eats it. What's important is the water yep. is warm when it's soaking. That's the important part. Exactly. So that's a exactly. great way to streamline things. Um, a lot of folks set their feed up during the previous meal. Is that something you do yep. too? I do that too. Yeah. And that's, that's you know, while, the, while everyone's eating, because mine live out as much as possible mm-hmm. um so while they're eating i'm making up the buckets for the next seating mm-hmm. and then you know they're ready to go for the next one and you can just run in grab it you know and and do what you need to do and deal with you know whoever came in with a bite or a tick or defense <laughs> yeah. or you know Somebody all the things you're going to find when yeah. you go up to yeah, yeah when you go up to feed. yeah yep Something that I have found useful uh, here at the at the property, our horses like yours live out most of the time, so they get hay mm-hmm. out in their paddocks, mm-hmm. and I use a little hay cart to take it out because here in Florida we don't the hay we get is very fall aparty. There's no carrying it. Yes, I remember. Yes. Yeah, it's very fall aparty. So I got myself one of those handy dandy yard carts that I can pull with one mm-hmm. hand, and I can stuff it full. And what I what I used to do is put the meals of hay in the wagon and then go deliver them. I'm going, wait a minute. I'm filling this wagon up way too often. So I just put, mm-hmm. I just fill the wagon up, put the bales of hay in there and cut the strings off. The whole hay bale, yep. Yeah, and then just divvy them out. Now, if Glenn's feeding, I can't do that because he just feels like he needs to empty the car. <laughs> <and it's out. laughs> yes, there can be nothing left. There can be nothing left. Uh, but that saves me going in and, and uh, loading up the cart more often, which shaves a few minutes yeah, off like of my that. day. That works really like well. Mm-hmm. And something that I do for late night checks is I have everything all set up for late night checks, so I don't have to be turning hoses on and off. If they get yeah, extra, that's a good idea. Yeah, if they get extra hay, the hay's tied up in a little bundle outside their stall, so I don't have to run back and forth. Oh, nice. And uh, if they get water, and you don't have automatic waterers, instead of dragging the hose back and forth and in and out, I just fill up mm-hmm. a five-gallon bucket and put it in front of their stall. So that, now, that's an old pony club trick. That's it? an old pony club trick. And, and that way, when yeah. I'm doing, if I'm doing night check, if somebody needs their buckets topped off, it's a pail right there. You just reach over right and grab it and you're done. And you don't have to be fighting with the garden hose in the middle of the night, which, frankly, makes me grumpy. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> and then you're just... Wide awake. It's and you're wide awake, day. and you've got crap all over your pajamas. Yeah, I really hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. There you go. And, and yeah. another gadget you can grab that has made uh, Glenn's mm. life easier, because he is very anti-haynet, as regular listeners know. Yes, yes. I'm very pro-haynet, as regular listeners Me too. know. And we have gotten a couple of those hay hoop things. It's a... It looks like a square basketball hoop, hmm. and there's a hay, and that you attach a hay net to it. You can either bite with a hay net attached or put oh, how funny! It. And it folds flat. You open it up, yeah. Drop the hay into it, and then fold it flat, and it lays flat against the wall. And that is actually a real time saver because, as you know, stuffing hay nets, especially when you use hay nets with small holes, it's a drag. It's, a drag. it's frustrating at best, and you just. Flip it mm-hmm. open, drop it down, shove the hay in the top, and close it again. Take some 
like 45 seconds to stuff an entire hay net. Why couldn't we have thought of that? Yeah. Well, you know, they've been on the market for some time, and they're only just now coming out with ones that are sturdy enough and, mm-hmm. uh, because they're not all created the same. The one we use, I think it's called the hay hoop. There are various and sundry cool. iterations of it, but this one we like, mm-hmm. and we, uh, we got the ones without the hay nets on the top already installed mm-hmm. because the ones with the hay nets already installed, the hay nets were crapola. Yeah, yeah, they didn't work very well, so we so we got the naked ones and, and added our own. But that has been a real a real helper for us because you just pop it open, stuff it in, close it up. And yeah, you're what a great idea! And they don't they don't step on their hay and poop on it. Thank you very much. Oh yeah, you know, even if yep. you don't have a horse that needs to be slowed down like our horses do, even if you have one, yes, that's it's a, not a efficient thing. It's just efficient, and they're not sleeping on their hay, not not uh, making a mess of it. So there's a couple of handy dandy tips. For streamlining feeding Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So uh, for folks who find your wisdom useful and helpful and enlightening, where can they find Michelle Barr online? <laughs> uh, the webpage at uh, www.rightly.com and also on our Facebook page. And you can just look up Rightly Equestrian Center. And we have links to the page there and all sorts of horsey stuff, fun and informative stuff and pictures of the farm and the horses and the students and all the goings on here. And you still do clinics? I still do clinics and, and do some officiating and teach lessons and all kinds of good stuff. There we go. And uh, if for anybody out there, insider secret here for folks who have been listening to the Horse Tip Daily Show for a long time, uh, Michelle Barr is one of the foremost side saddle experts around. So if you're curious about side saddle, want to learn side saddle, would like to do a side saddle clinic, Michelle is your gal. I can help you. There we go. Thanks a bunch. We'll see you again soon. Well, there you have it. This podcast was made possible through the very generous support of listeners like you. Learn how you can help support Horse Radio Network programming by going to horsetipdaily.com and clicking on the auditors banner on the page. This is Coach Jen, and I'll be back again soon with another tip. So until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the Horse Tip Daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show. <laughs>